0: super talk mississippi media production
1: find your new ride at Kia macomb's all new location at the corner of i-55 and highway 98 come find out why macomb loves Kia macomb at the corner of i-55 and highway 98 right on the corner right on the price
2: i'm steve azar and i'm on the other side of the microphone In a Mississippi
3: Minute.
2: Hey, folks, it's Steve Azar, time for another In a Mississippi Minute. Grateful to get to host this show in my sixth Come on, year. My- Come on. Visit Mississippi.org. Is, it celebrates 205 years, to be exact. Check it out. And, uh, you know, it's all about our home state. But although I'm going to be spreading the floor a little bit today with someone I certainly admired from afar, and for some reason, we just didn't spend any time together in our Nashville days. He is one of Music City's greats, and I get all worked up when I get to talk to folks that have been making some of the best music ever. Today's guest, no exception. Okay, everybody sit down for a second. Just to mention some of the hits, and I'm going to go back in time. You and I, Eddie Rabbit with Crystal Gale. I Got Mexico. You Should Have Been Gone by Now. Once Upon a Lifetime. TLC, TLCASAP. Come in out of the pain. I love that. Sometimes a lady. I swear Grammy winner for best country song, by the way, my front porch looking in, which is insane. I'm already there, which is probably the most touching song that I recall in my music city days. What you say, I can go on forever and ever, have mercy, talking about when you do it right. This is how he's done it. As a record producer, a recording artist, stellar in his hit duo days with Baker and Myers, I gave away part of the guest's name right now. So let's get to it. I'm thrilled to have the heart and soul and mind of one of Music City's good guys, Frank Myers. What's up, Frank?
4: Hey, brother. How you doing, man?
2: I'm good. I like to let our listeners know where you are, what you're doing at the time, because, you know, with with my friends and and you guys out there, there's no telling. So where are you?
4: Well, I am actually driving uh, down um, Indian Lake Boulevard uh, in Hendersonville, Tennessee, hmm. heading to my uh, heading to get my contacts to pick up my contacts. Area. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually driving over there. I love that. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's boring to me, but whatever, brother. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. It's
2: good. It's good. Thanks for having me. No. Hey, while you're in the vehicle, tell me this real quick. You know, we always talk mm-hmm. about the room. You get in the room and let the song do its thing and all that. you got to be in the room. But I've written a lot of songs that panned out for me in the car, in the vehicle. Where do you find your most inspiration, and has the vehicle ever worked out for you?
4: Well, I'll put it this way. I wrote the chorus exactly as it is to I Swear in my vehicle.
2: Unbelievable. See that's what I'm talking about.
4: Couldn't you have written I a get a lot yet? of inspiration <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: I get a lot of inspiration driving, I think. You know, some something happens when you're driving and it, it kind of relaxes your mind or something. I don't know, but uh <laughs> it's pretty cool what happens and I always used to keep a little micro cassette recorder in my car and when inspiration would hit, I'd jerk pull it up there and turn it on and sing into it and that's exactly what happened with I swear.
2: Wow. That's just too cool. Well today we have our iPhones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now it's so easy. So we can bring you into. Yeah, sure, but let me ask you this. What car were you driving back then and did did we do a commercial for it? I mean, was something we should have taken that to the next level. I mean, that car was <laughs> magic.
4: Gosh, I don't I don't remember what car I had back then. That was a long time ago.
2: I can tell you what you got right after I'm- that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Such a so, bigot. You know, that's that song was such a blessing in our lives for sure
2: oh man i mean so all right first of all i got i got to say this and i'm going to try to quit laughing because this is the truth so when i was young er, younger Um, Mm -hmm. I was, my buddy, you're going to
4: make me feel old now. Is that what you're going to do? Make you feel a little older (laughs) than me,
2: but barely. Okay. Of course I am old. So So I was in college and one of my buddies who was a few years older was getting married. So he goes, I want to do you and I, can you do that at the wedding? And, you know, back then, you know, we were wedding it up. I was singing at funerals, weddings, everything. So I said, I said, absolutely. So I went and I rehearsed at the church. Uh, and then I got in my car, came home, and showered, and I came back. Well, during that time, Lionel Richie had the endless love song on, right? And and one of the lines in there was "You and I." I guess he would, you know. So you're gonna. This is the truth. So I got there, <laughs> and I had your lyrics in front of me, but all the the only thing melodically I could think of was the other song, and I turned it <laughs> into a sniglet. And I'm telling you, everybody's looking at me, the bride and groom, and they're kind of looking at me and just total like, what is going on? And I swear, <laughs> uh, pardon the pun there, I swear, I go, convinced them that the melody to the Lionel Richie song fit the lyrics to your song. <laughs> it was a train wreck and you just and you
4: just wanted to show them how clever you were
2: yeah well I'll tell you what that whole time I'm going to tell you I could not find it and it was the the most odd time of my life I can tell you whenever I did something so anyway I wanted to share that with you I appreciate you doing that to me that's funny man you can't get embarrassed after that alright let's go back to growing up I want to know where you grew up and I also want to understand um, the relationship that you and Gary Baker, you know, formed. But take me back to your younger days. Where was it?
4: Dayton, Ohio. Actually, uh, a little suburb north of Dayton called Northridge, and that's where I went to high school. And uh, grew up in a musical family. My dad and had 11 brothers and sisters. And um, so it was a very musical family. They were all tobacco farmers. And we had a small farm and down in Maysville, Kentucky. <coughs> and... Um, Sidebar, uh, I actually cut tobacco in August of 77, and I realized I really just needed to keep playing guitar. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I get <it.
4: laughs> As a matter of fact, the day that we came in from cutting tobacco, we sat down for supper and put the news on, and Elvis died. So it was the same day that Elvis died, About like August 16th, 77, I think it was, something like that. Anyway... Okay, back to your question. Sorry about that. I no, no, that's that's the down. answer.
2: You're answering the question, so thanks. Uh,
4: so my grandmother played banjo, had a five-string Gibson Master Tone banjo that I now have, and uh, wow. she played uh, hammer and claw style like Grandpa Jones. <laughs> and my dad played fiddle and guitar, was a great fiddle player, champion fiddle player, really. Is. He won all the contests and everything around Dayton, Ohio, and had a great voice, a smooth voice, kind of like Jim Reeves. Type voice, and um, and then all my uncles played. You know, uh, one played upright bass, one could play heck out of a mandolin, and just you know, and the and the girls they sang like like angels. And uh, so you know, anytime we got together, the guitars came out, and it was always a jam session. So I started playing guitar when I was nine years old, and um, it was just the natural, normal thing to do. And been playing ever since i was very blessed i you know i started playing I first time i ever played for money i think i was 11 years old uh by the time i was 14 i actually uh played on the porter wagner tv show with porter and dolly and i sang country roads um and so you know just went on from there and the, the really funny thing man when i was I think it was in 14 or 15. I used to do these shows. Back back in those days, they had these FOP shows uh, where they brought in, like, several Grand Ole Opry artists to an arena in, in a place. And so there was a place called Hera Arena in Dayton, Ohio, and and I was um, got to open for a lot of these shows. So I got to open for this particular show. I was 14 or 15. And this uh, girl who was, like, 19 or 20, somewhere in there, by the name of Crystal Gale was on that show. <laughs>
5: yeah. uh,
4: and I had my picture taken with her, yeah. which I still have, huh. and I've posted online and actually sent to her, and she posted it online too. But, wow, yeah. you know, love it. Not knowing sure. what uh, an important role that she would play in my career, being a part of my very first single, which was a huge, huge hit, you know, country, All pop. Right, stop for a second
2: right now. The word huge, huge hit doesn't even count right now. I'm Steve Azar. We were with Hit, Hit grammy winning, songwriter, Frank Myers. We're gonna be hanging out at the Palm Coast Songwriters Festival. Check it out. Go online, get your tickets, come see us down there. A lot of fun. Visit Mississippi.org. You know look, all we've got is Alabama between us. That's all I'm saying. That's so bad. We'll be right back. Hey folks, it's Steve Azar, and if you're a business owner, then you probably spent too much money on your taxes over the past couple of years, especially as you fought through the pandemic. But you may be eligible to get some of that money back. If your business has five or more W-2 employees, then you could receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. It's not a loan, it's a refund on taxes you shouldn't have paid in the first place. This is a tricky program that is misunderstood by the majority of business owners, and it's best accessed by using lawyers that understand the details. That's why I recommend my friends at Frascona Law. They have already helped thousands of businesses just like yours. They do all the work for you and you don't pay them a dime until you receive your refund money from the IRS. Your business can qualify for these funds even if you receive PPP loans, even if you are a nonprofit, even if you've experienced an increase in sales. Let my friends at Frascona Law conduct a free evaluation of your business to help you access up to $26,000 per employee. Visit FrasconaLaw.com slash Azar to get started. Frascona is spelled F-R-A-S-C-O-G-N-A. This tax refund is only available for a limited time, so act now. Visit FrasconaLaw.com slash Azar to start the process of claiming your business's overpaid taxes.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 77. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 63. Mostly cloudy conditions for Saturday, high near 80 degrees. Saturday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 61. And much of the same for Sunday, mostly cloudy, high near 81. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
1: This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Skag Zero Turn More package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Skag More, pick your trailer for as low as $117 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus 0% interest. Skag is rated the number one brand in America among independent dealers. And Revel Outdoor Power is Mississippi's largest Skag dealer. Learn more at RevelOutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Skag, brands you can trust.
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: I'm Steve Azar rolling down a Mississippi Minute with Smash Hit Songwriter. Come on, there, I swear, you and I, I mean come on, I can go for days. Frank Myers, just really appreciate him taking the time, love getting to know him, knew him from afar, through mutual friends, singer-songwriters that just never had this opportunity. That's what this show does. I really am getting, uh, I got to tell you, it's been a blast getting to know Frank. Hey, you think about that time when music crossed over. You know, uh, you, you first of all, that song was, you know, Eddie Rabbit was, you know, well, back then, I think a lot of the our artists like Glenn Campbell, Eddie Rabbit, they were all crossing over there um into the pop charts and all that you you had a lot of a lot of that success with your songs so you know you and i both believe it always starts with a song you're proof that a song can transcend a genre you did you've done it your whole life absolutely you've done it your whole life absolutely it it became expected okay so keep going now that i've thrown you no 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 it it
4: totally all begins with the song now unless the lyric is just totally a country lyric content then sure you know uh, with the right melody and and, and lyric uh, it can be a great crossover hit country pop AC I mean I swear was was done in as, as a disco you know yeah, oh, yeah. disco style Um uh, uh,
5: well, you had different Spanish artists sing version, that version,
4: reggae versions, right, right? Right. Just these different versions. It's all about the production and how you present the
2: song, really. Yeah, but um, your songs historically have you've you've had enough of a resume for us to all agree well, that that they, that they're able to be able. Well, they're just big enough to go everywhere. I mean, it's just it's it's the good Lord made you to do that, man. That's what's best. Well,
4: you know, and I'm I'm so thankful every day, every day for the blessings in my life. But when I when I approach a song, I, you know, I try to write it to where everyone can latch on to it in their own way, you know, and whatever that may be. So, uh, I believe if you write from the heart to the heart, you know, magic can happen like that. And whether it's a tempo, a ballad, or whatever it is. Uh, make people feel it and live it and, and relate to it. Um, that's how I, I write. And I try to write ideas that I know have meat to them. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm not a bandwagon writer or anything like that. I, as a matter of fact, I really hardly ever listen to music that much anymore. Um, but I, you know, when a, a great idea hits me, it just hits me, and, and it, it just comes out, and I have to start writing it. So, yeah,
2: yeah. and I
4: usually it all it all begins in my mind, really,
2: um, because even, it's, even it's really look, messed up, by the way, up there. You know that, <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: <exactly. laughs> in a good way. So,
4: yeah, a lot, you know, so I'll put it down on my recorder, and, and then I'll type in whatever lyrics are hitting me at the time until I can grab a guitar and then hone it in. But um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. There's nothing like the creative process. I mean, that's my favorite part of, of 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 the creative process is is the writing and then taking it into the studio and bringing it to life oh
3: i love that you know i'm working yeah.
4: with a I'm, I'm i'm working with a group right now called the soul circus cowboys uh billy mcknight is the lead singer and i've, I've worked with billy ever since he was in his 20s trying to help him out just a so, you know like a little brother to me and but i've been working with these guys for several years and you can check them out Soul Circus Cowboys. I've probably written 80 to 85% of their songs and probably produced 75% of their songs. So love it. that's where I was all last week doing background vocals on five songs we just kind of were getting ready to mix the week of February 12th. And then we're going to be immediately begin working on the next five or six.
2: Love it. Don't you love working with the next generation and the next generation? I love it. It's been a it's been uh, so rewarding to me as well. I'm doing similar things down here in Mississippi since we moved back and it's just uh, it's fulfilling, you know. It it keeps us Sure,
4: absolutely. Well, uh, you know, because that's what we do, Steve. I yeah. mean, we're creative yeah. people. I mean, my I don't care about playing a bunch of golf or anything like that. But what excites me is is when hit with a great idea and then I know from there the whole the whole process, uh, you know, it, after all these years, it still excites me as, as much as it did back in the day. So,
2: um, I'm just that's up here. just
4: what God intended me to do, well, and there's
2: no doubt. And I'm
4: trying to, I'm trying to use the gifts that He gave me to the best of my abilities, as much as I can. You know, let's just you say out. you
2: won't so. be the one that God goes. You hid your talents and you buried them. You'll be going like, ooh look what you did you set the record you set the bar well i, <laughs>
4: I hope so Steve. <laughs> hey, i'd love to work with you some someday oh, too as well you know honor. i've always uh enjoyed your stuff and you were a great artist and you know things work out the way they do and of course there have been a lot of greats from mississippi and i'm sure you know their names you know yeah. james stroud the drummer came from sure. mississippi and paul davis Oh, oh i lives. love paul davis man oh, i go come crazy on. is one of my favorite songs ridiculous uh, so good and my buddy vince Barranco who played with me and maria sure. band, he was the drummer do you know venny
2: i know him very well he's in jackson now he's taking care of his family yeah i, I got to see him not that's, that long ago
4: spectacular yeah yeah man uh, i love Vinny and just and there's so many other greats that have that have come from down there i didn't realize until you know till we, we were going to do this that you were from down there
2: yeah. Where do you live down there? Down in the Mississippi Delta, I'm generations back. My mom was Clarksdale. my dad was Greenville. Their grand their parents as well. His, you know, parents and uh uh been uh it's uh it's been everything I write about, it. you know, I love it here. You know, when we you know, we were in Nashville a little over 20 years and moved the kids back. Uh they all ended up graduating from my school and um now they're oh, all cool. they in LA and in med school and in at the University of Arkansas. They're all over the map, but they're uh uh, Miss <clears throat> from Nashville coming to Mississippi, it really, they really found themselves. You know, something about a small town. You know, I know you grew up in Dayton, um, and
3: and there was a some small size community
4: though back. You know, yeah, sure. But so, where I grew up was actually in Northridge. Like I said, it, it was north of Dayton, so it was a smaller community and a small school and all that. And you know, uh, yeah, I mean, back then, you know, it was. People were more neighborly. Let's just put it that way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. All right. So uh, we're going to start really showing our age if we start talking about back then.
4: <laughs> yeah, we won't. We won't. We'll rock, I mean, we'll back then could have been five years ago. So come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back then it
2: was. Yeah. Hey, so let's dig back. So you've gone tobacco farming. Your family's like the Darlin' family, on steroids from Andy Griffith. Everybody's playing. <laughs> that one makes me sad, Paul. I mean, you, and, and let me tell you what, some of the best musicians I've ever been around in my life are from your neck of the woods. It's insane, the the yeah, talent yeah. pool of players from your I know, area, and okay. your region. It's insane.
4: You're right. So, it, is, it is insane.
2: So you, <clears throat> how do you make it? Well, we know how you made it to Nashville, but what was your route, personally?
4: Well, I mean, like I said, I grew up playing, and I started playing professionally when I was 11 years old. Uh, and so my dad and I, my brother, <clears throat> uh, a guy that was like a second father to me, Glenn Brooks and his daughter Cindy had a band, had a small band called the Ramblin' Ramblers. And, you know, we played VFWs and American Legions and stuff mm. until I got older. And, and then like I said, I was on a port show when I was 14 and all that. But we still played until I was able and old enough to play in, in bars like four or five nights a week that kind of thing and then my brother and i and the drummer from the that group formed a group called the country earth and um, we played around dayton for years and we're like the the hot country band for several years and i just knew that uh, i had done all i could do there and if i wanted to move
2: on I'm Steve Azar in the Mississippi Minute. Visit mississippi.org, set you free. Palm Coast Songwriters Festival is where we're going to be hanging out together with a lot of our mutual pals that have written a whole lot of hits. Uh, Excited about seeing them there. Hey, folks, it's Steve Azar, and if you're a business owner, then you've probably spent too much money on your taxes over the past couple of years. Especially as you fought through the pandemic. But you may be eligible to get some of that money back. If your business has five or more W 2 employees, then you could receive up to twenty six thousand dollars per W 2 employee. It's not a loan, it's a refund on taxes you shouldn't have paid in the first place. This is a tricky program that is misunderstood by the majority of business owners, and it's best accessed by using lawyers that understand the details. That's why I recommend my friends at Frascona Law. They have already helped thousands of businesses just like. Like yours. They do all the work for you and you don't pay them a dime until you receive your refund money from the IRS. Your business can qualify for these funds even if you receive PPP loans, even if you are a non-profit, even if you've experienced an increase in sales. Let my friends at Frascona Law conduct a free evaluation of your business to help you access up to $26,000 per employee. Visit FrasconaLaw.com slash Azar to get started. Frascona is spelled F-R-A-S c-o-g-n-a this tax refund is only available for a limited time so act now visit frasconalaw.com azar to start the process of claiming your business's overpaid taxes
0: you know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money are customers able to find you online with the power of stmm digital you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today.
7: and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable
6: The best made to order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. That's 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283.
0: Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation.
6: At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a master tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience.
0: Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland.
7: I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. We've now passed the one-year mark since Russia began its invasion of Ukraine, and since then, the U.S. has provided at least $32 billion in security assistance to the Ukrainians. Senator Roger Wicker, during a recent appearance on Fox News,
5: We need to avoid the foot-dragging that we've had for the last year. The rhetoric is great. Ah, uh, diplomacy start uh, stops at the water's edge, and we ought to uh, all applaud the President for uh, supporting ukraine and and the bravery of Zelensky. But but, but. He needs to match that with action.
7: And a detainee was found dead at the Raymond Detention Center just after midnight Friday morning. According to Hines County Sheriff Tyree Jones, 50-year-old Tyrone Wilson was in his cell when officials found him unresponsive. The Mississippi Bureau of Investigation is taking a closer look at the situation. For Talk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell. Explore the history of Southern rock music at Grammy Museum, Mississippi. Now through fall of 2023, the Sounds of Southern Rock exhibit will feature stories and artifacts from the artists and singers responsible for the genre. The Allman Brothers Band, Leonard Skinner, Molly Hatchett, the Charlie Daniels Band, Little Feet, the Outlaws, and many more. In partnership with Hard Rock International. To purchase tickets or to learn more about this exhibit and other events, visit GrammyMuseumMississippi.org. Join Sports
0: Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original, Cajun and garlic and green onion sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation Studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. You know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money? And a lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they aren't online. With the power of STMM Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at STMM Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Steve Azar, love, love getting to know my guest today. Hit maker, Grammy winning songwriter, Frank Myers. Visit Mississippi.org, check it out, make plan for your family. Excited uh, someday to have uh, Frank on. Mississippi soul, it's gonna happen. Thought that you were born out of the womb with a pen and paper in your hand, you know. So
4: no, 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 Interesting. no, no. Interesting. I, I, yeah. I, but I, but I, when I was, I was still around that fourteen, fifteen age. I strained. I had no strained my voice and got notes on my vocal cords. Yeah. So I had to go take uh, voice lessons from this older woman, and. So she wanted to show me some lyrics that she had written. So she had written some lyrics, and she asked me if I would put music to them. And I did, and that was my first um, foray into songwriting. So I just did that, and then my sister had written some lyrics, and I put some music to them. Of course, I had them on tape and all that, but I never really, still wasn't really serious about writing until I moved to Nashville
5: in 81,
4: April of 81, and I got the gig playing lead guitar for Eddie Raven in July of 81. And, of course, you know, I knew he wrote all his songs and everything, so uh, I just played him a few, a few of the songs that I had put music to, and he liked my melodies, and it all started like that.
7: <laughs>
4: and I love it. And uh, I, I just, you know, learned about writing lyrics from him, and then um, I got signed, and then I wrote You and I by myself, and I really wasn't even a lyric writer. But it just worked because Whatever. it came from the heart. What would you yeah, just it say? It came from the heart. You weren't what? Spoke to the heart. <laughs> I wasn't a lyric writer. Okay. I didn't, yeah. you know, I I was I was working on it. I was practicing. You, and, you, you were uh, a lyric writer.
2: You just weren't doing it <laughs> until you decided I guess, to do it.
4: I, I guess I had the ability. I would just had to develop it. And, you know, Tom Collins gave me my first publishing deal. So he helped yeah. me a lot. So good. Uh, and helped, helping me learned the craft of writing, and, and at the same time, guy by the name of Don Frimmer was writing there, and he was an unbelievable lyricist. He couldn't... Uh, did you know Don?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I ran across Don, and of course, I knew Tom Collins when I first came there, sure. one of those guys that, you know, you got kicked out of his office, so um, uh, yeah. you know, I ended up... You well, know, it's funny, like, the uh, there were so many that that said no, that ended up being mentors of mine along the way, like David Conrad and Keith Stegall. And, I mean, all the guys that said no in the beginning, uh, you know, if I would have burned that bridge, I would have never had an opportunity. And they all ended up playing a huge role for me. And Roger Murrah, but Roger Murrah and Mark Allen Springer and Rick Sancheck were my first three. Rick, Mark Allen, no, Rick, Roger Murrah, Mark Allen. That was, uh, And then Rafe Van Hoy and I were the ones that had the success making records together. That was my guy. Okay,
4: so so I wrote at Tom Collins before Roger Murrah came and Keith Siegel came and that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: And so he helped me craft, craft lyrics, and he would give us ideas. You know, Steve Dean and I wrote every day when I came to town. Uh, he was my first co-writer. Besides Eddie, he was my first co-writer. And when I came to town, we wrote 9 to 5 every day that I was in town we would bring a sack of hot dogs and potato <laughs> chips, and that was our lunch usually, <laughs> uh, or hamburgers. Yeah. Or we'd go to Murder Mart and, and get something. Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> and, uh, so, but Don Fremmer, who was writing there, was the ultimate guy that really helped me uh, craft the lyric because he would he would say, you got any ideas, or he would have a song title, and then I would just come up with some melody, and he would write a lyric to it. So he showed me a lot about that. I mean, like he never coached me. Like I, I never wrote lyrics, and then he coached me on it. I just learned by observing
2: yeah, you're and paying soaking attention. It in. Yeah,
4: sure, and, and soaking it in how he was doing it and that kind of thing.
2: Hey, Frank, were, yeah, you, were uh, you looking back? Were you a patient writer? Did it makes sense.
4: Yeah, I was.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like you would have been. You know, times, I, uh, you know, there's there's different writers. I was writers. never
4: finished. I'm I was sorry. never done with a song until I felt it was really done. You know, I mean, I, I would pull out lyrics. Uh, I would pull out a demo sometimes that I was getting ready to go in and do a demo and rewrite half the song sometimes. Yeah. Or I would take take a lyric that I had written to one melody and ha- I hadn't listened to it in a lot, but I'd just pull up the lyric and then a whole new melody would come hmm. to me. I've done that before. Yeah. So, um,. I don't think you should beat a song to death, but I think if it's if it's worth your time and you really believe it's a hit idea, you need to write it the best you can.
2: Yeah. You know, there's so many songs I'm just staring at, the titles, and I, I want to know personally what came first, the song or the title, okay? My Front Porch Looking In. I know I'm high. Title. Title. Okay, where? how? Just were you on the front porch? Okay, the- so...
4: Okay, so Richie McDonald, lead singer for Lone Star, and myself and Don Don Fremmer were at his house, and he had a house out in um, uh, East Tennessee uh, about an hour out, uh can never think of the name of it, Smithfield, Tennessee. He had a place up on a hill with this beautiful view. I mean, it was a gorgeous view, and he had a big wraparound porch. And we were out there, and he had a big old pic- picture window, and you could look through, and you could see the kids in there playing and carrying on. Don Fremmer loved kids, loved them. And so he's kind of looking at them and laughing at what they're doing. And me and Richie are just kind of staring out into the distance, and I'm saying, telling Richie, I said, dude, this is such a beautiful view. There's got to be, we've got to come up with a great title with this view off this front porch, man. It's, it's such a beautiful view. And just Don Fremmer made the comment, well, it ain't as good as the view looking in. And when he did that, we all three looked at each other and knew we had a title and, and something to write about. So, you know, there's a big long story leading up to that, but I'm not going to go into that because it will take the rest of the interview. But when we got finished, uh, that day, uh, we decided we'd get together the following, next, the following week or something. It was a few days later at Don's office and on the Music Row and Richie's came in, drove in from Smithfield, and of course, when I got there, I got there before Richie, Don already had the first verse and chorus lyrically written as is. He showed it to me. He says, what do you think about this? I pulled out my guitar, and the melody started coming to me, so when Richie got there, I sang him the first verse and chorus <laughs> of Front Porch yeah. Looking In. Yeah. and
2: uh, I'm getting all worked up right finished. now. I just want you to know that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, we finished the song, and
2: they cut it in a few yet. Oh my god. You know that was the first time I heard that I went like, "Oh my." You know, cuz you you live for that as a songwriter. You live for live for hearing these great songs that you're going like, "Are you kidding me?" You know, you know what I mean? You, we always pull our friends. Oh, yeah. And everything and I know yeah. you and I didn't run in the same circle. I saw you from, you know, outside the circles. We saw each other a lot, but sure. um this has been great for me. I'm already there. I mean, I'm already there. Take a look. Around. Are you kidding me? I mean that is just one of the most beautiful songs ever. And I gotta tell you, I don't know if you and I I swear or if I'm already there to me. That those are I don't know if you I don't know which one you pull out first. I think they all are worthy of being ahead of each other, if I'm making sense. They're all that great and prophetic. Oh thank you, brother. And prolific and and so real emotionally attach themselves to every possible uh nerve ending on your body it's crazy (laughs) Uh, so where does that come from
4: i'm already there
2: yeah please
4: well uh this was back when uh gary and i were were doing the duo baker and myers duo and we were on the road and and um you know richie and i and and gary had become big friends and uh, so Richie had just come in off the road with Lone Star, and we had just come in off the road. It was a Monday, and we were going to hook up. And Gary was in Alabama coming up you know, that day. So I show up and uh, at the office, and Richie was there, and we just start drinking coffee and talking about you know stuff that happened out on the road, and started shooting the breeze, you know. And then and then we just started to pull, pull, we pulled out some titles, and he started giving me some titles, and I was giving him some titles, and neither neither one of us was moving the other. So there was a piano in the room, and Richie walked over to the piano and started playing the beginnings of them already there. And I said, dude, that's, that's cool. What's that? I, first I thought it was something else. And he said, oh, he said, it was something I started out on the road. He said, I called home, and I talked to Lori and the kids and and Rent, who was his younger, uh, well, a young boy at the time. He said, asked me, he said, Daddy, when are you coming home? And he said, I got off the phone and cried like a baby. Yeah. And, uh, and I started this. And I said, "Well, that's what we're writing today, brother." Yeah. So Gary finally made it to to the writing session, and and uh, you know, true story, we wrote it that day. I, you know, truthfully, he had the first chorus written already, and uh, so you know, we, we worked on the verses and, yeah. and the bridge. And I said, "We've got to have a different chorus," so we changed the chorus in the second chorus, and there you go.
2: Wasn't that the day, though, on the news in Nashville that, that you guys had locked Gary out and he had to use an axe to, to get in? <laughs> That's one of those songs you bring your for. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, that you know, I love that. I'm Steve Azar in the Mississippi Minute. Visit Mississippi.org set you free. Palm Coast Songwriters Festival is where we're going to be hanging out together with a lot of our mutual pals that have written a whole lot of hits. Uh, excited about seeing him there. Hey folks, Steve Azar here, and like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662 247 1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank Member FDIC.
5: At Clinton Body Shops, we want you to know that after an accident, you have the right to choose where to get your repair. We're continuing to follow our founder's mission. The late John Mosley believed consumers deserve to have their vehicles returned to their pre-accident condition using OEM parts and OEM repair procedures. Therefore, we're continuing OEM training and certification with as many manufacturers as possible. In fact, we now have more certifications from more automakers than any shop in Mississippi. Auto accidents can be very stressful, and the last thing you need is a repair that devalues your car and makes it unsafe. Because you have the right to choose, tell your insurer you want a Clinton Body Shop repair. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com, and as John used to say, we really do take pride in perfection. Here's John
1: and Rachel Ravenstein. If you're getting married soon, I want to personally invite you to
4: Juncker's annual bridal and wedding ring show. It's
5: going on now through Saturday, March 11th at Juncker Jewelry Company.
4: Come shop the largest selection in the state of diamond engagement rings and the ultimate wedding bands
3: by our top designers. Buy your diamond engagement ring during the show and get up to $500 credit towards both your wedding rings. Buy
5: your wedding rings and enjoy free engraving inside of your rings. And free layaway into your wedding with no
4: finance charges. Plus, enjoy 12 months no interest financing for qualified buyers.
3: This is the Weekend Made for Love, Juniker Jewelry Company's annual bridal and wedding ring show. Three big weekends, now through Saturday, March 11th. Now is the time to buy your wedding rings. Juniker Jewelry Company. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. How can R.J. Young help you? Super Talk Mississippi, King's Daughters Medical Center, First South Farm Credit, JumpStartTestPrep.com, and Toyota of Brookhaven. Welcome Morgan Wallen live. God, y'all, sing it with me. Sunday night, April twenty third, at bought Hemingway Stadium at Old Miss for a sold out. We got free tickets to win, and not just any free tickets. We're talking VIP tickets to watch this once-in-a-lifetime concert in the Super Talk Suite at the stadium. We've got them, and we're giving them away. It's Morgan Wallen with special guest Mississippi's own Hardy. Keep listening for more details on how you can win VIP suite seats from Morgan Wallen live at Old Miss. We're just
1: a fun way to win from Super Talk Mississippi. I'll never break your
5: heart, I swear.
1: In a Mississippi I'll minute
0: with Steve Azar right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
5: I'll be there. I'll let, me, let
2: me ask you this real quick because we don't have a ton of time now. But you and Gary, when does that happen?
7: Gary and I met each other when
4: I was playing for Eddie Raven, lead guitar for Eddie, in the 80s, and he was in the band called The Shooters with uh, Walt Aldridge and some other guys. So we met uh, Mike Hollinsworth, uh, was a mutual friend that introduced us and said, you guys need to write together. And uh, so we started writing together probably in about 1986, somewhere in there, or 85 maybe, even. Of course, the first kind of songs that we wrote were songs that we aimed at Eddie Raven and the Shooters, and it just went from there. We just kept writing songs, and we, we actually wrote I Swear probably in about 88, and we uh, actually did two demos on it. You know, everybody in town passed on I Swear. I mean, all the big names passed mm-hmm. on I Swear. It was funny. So I left Eddie Raven in 1990 and started working with Marie Osmond, and I got Gary the job playing bass almost like about six months later. So I don't know, Jerry, again, back to Jerry Williams, the keyboard player, he was always one to hear about writing songs and all that, because, you know, obviously it, it hits already, you and I and all that. And um, so I would play him demos, and I played him the demo of I Swear, and he, and he just loved that song, and there was, and uh, some other songs that he really loved, and, and he had played me songs that he had done, songs that he had completely programmed and done everything on. And I was really impressed with what he did, and I say, you know, I, I told him, I said, I really don't like this demo that they did uh, down there in Muscle Shoals, uh, why don't you program one for us and see where that leads and and so i put down a version i, I changed a couple things I actually if you heard the demo uh, demo that we did i i totally did a left turn on the on the solo section that no one will ever hear unless they hear the demo that we did but it, it, it was really cool It was a little more pop rockish sounding jerry did the drums and and the piano and strings sent that to gary and i gary put on the bass i put on acoustics and electric guitars Gary sang lead, and uh, I did the backgrounds, and that's the demo that I ended up pitching to John Michael three times before he ended up
2: cutting it. <laughs> what happened to the first two times? Were they two separate albums?
4: No, 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 no. It was pitching for the same record. So, so I was supposed to go up and write with John Michael up on this houseboat this long time, and I'll try to keep this short. Yeah, but anyway, when I got up to the houseboat, his mom and dad were on the houseboat, and Troy... Gentry and his brother Eddie were on the houseboat and they were all drinking Jim Beam. So I knew there wasn't going to be any songwriting done that day, so I just started pitching these songs and one of them was I Swear." on and him and before I played it, I said, John, I really think this would be a hit for you. Played it for him and his comment was, yeah, I really like that song I don't know if it's better than what we got, but give me a copy of it.
2: He's drinking Jim Beam. So
4: I fast forward to about a month later at a number one party, because he was writing for Word Pro we were both there, so uh, across the street was atlantic records at the time from mori pro and they were having a number one party for life's to dance or something and um after the party we went to have drinks across the street at the, the country club that was there at the time i think it was called the country national club. country
2: club yeah over there with the yeah. yeah yeah yeah
4: so uh and he was staying right there close by so we were having cocktails, and I said, John, what about that song I gave you? He said, now, which one was it? I said, I swear. And he said, play it for me again. <laughs> so I played it for him again, and he made the same comment. Man, I like. I really do like that song. I don't know if it's better than what we got, but give me another copy. I gave him another copy. You know, fast forward another month. I see him again, and this time he remembers the song. I said, John, what about that song I gave you, man? I really think that's a hit for you. He said... He said, you know what, I really do like that song, brother. Why why don't you get a copy over to Scott (laughs) Hendricks? I
2: love it. (laughs) So
4: so anyway, Matt Lindsay, who was pitching songs for Dennis Morgan at the time, sent a copy over to Scott, and eventually they got it. But uh, the drummer, Lonnie Wilson, who was on the session, told me it was the last song that they cut, and and one of them, and I'm not going to say which one, didn't want to cut it and the other one insisted on cutting it. They cut it, very last song they cut. Ended up being the first single on the kicking it up record.
2: Yeah, well it ended up being a monster. (laughs) Isn't it funny how the story with
4: these four week number (laughs) four four week number one song and he never cut another one of my songs.
2: Wow. (laughs) Well, I guess instead of you Given him five or six or ten or maybe forty, maybe a hundred album cuts. I would have taken the <laughs> one. Just FYI, I swear. Come on, <laughs> Grammy. Isn't it funny how your song that that song had to go through its own little test and trials yeah. and tribulations. Yep. And his j- own yep. journey to become best country song of the year and win a Grammy.
4: Would you know that it was? <laughs> and this was. And here's another piece of trivia. Give it to me. It was also nominated for song of the year
2: that's right the all for one version that's right all for one version that's exactly right and that
4: was the first time uh, that was the first time in Grammy history that the same song was nominated for song of the year and best country song and best R&B vocal (laughs) and it won all the Grammys except for song of the year which Bruce Springsteen won with Philadelphia
2: yeah wow what a year that was my man Frank Myers he wrote everything I'm exhausted now. Just, I minute. I'm feeling Steve, inadequate. Man. I'm going to mass right now. Right after this, I'm going to mass <laughs> every day. I got a lot, of, a lot of things to get better, but, uh, visit Mississippi.org, set you free, check it out, and, uh, for tickets. Come see us. You. Frankie, get back. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time.
0: News happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi News is Supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi News, on air and online. Supertalk.fm. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.